Busey Wealth Management, we're proud to partner with individuals, families, and foundations, ensuring possibilities become achievements. From preserving and enhancing your assets to securing your legacy for future generations, we're focused on your success. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth. Since 1868, member FDIC. And Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock! I think one of the funniest parts about this fourth Trump indictment is that some idiot leaked the charges against Donald Trump before the grand jury actually voted to indict Donald Trump. So the the, the grand jury could have said, no, I don't want the, you know, we'll indict him on this charge and this charge and this charge, but we're not going to indict him on this charge and the other charges. They leaked everything on the government website before the grand jury had even voted, Hammer. Right. And it wasn't like it was just something that anybody could figure out. There were some interesting charges brought forth on Donald Trump. We're talking about the RICO stuff, the racketeering, um, not just things that the average legal clerk would think I'm just doing a practice run here on. And that's the excuse we're getting right now. The Fulton County, Georgia legal clerk, Che Alexander, this is the woman's name. She was the one who leaked it all out online before the grand jury voted. She spoke to an Atlanta TV station. I am human. I have no dog in the fight. I did a work sample in the system and when I hit save, it went to the press queue. It wasn't an official document. It wasn't official charges. It was the dry run. It was a work sample. It was a work sample that was basically spot on. So you're telling me that if you're just doing a sample, a test basically, to make sure that everything is functioning properly, things are saving you know how to put the racketeering and the Rico on there? Do you normally do that during saves? <laughs> that seems a little fishy to me. If that's tinfoil hat worthy, I don't know, but I just find it odd. Allison, if you were going to do a test run of saving things on the Hammer and Nigel show, you would probably do the things that we just do all the time. Is this anything? Legal stuff. But there wouldn't be Rico racketeering and all bunch of things that don't normally happen, right? Correct, yes. So we're expected to buy this excuse of, I was just practicing. I mean, literally hours before the, the grand jury hadn't voted to any of these charges, to indict any of these charges. But the court posted and then deleted immediately this document that resembled the final indictment. Right. You understand what I'm saying here? That may have violated Trump's rights and could at the very least suggest a quote-unquote rigged process here. I mean, which is probably why they're trying to get out in front of this and putting Che Alexander on television, and she's trying to make it look like, hey, this happens, I take my work seriously, I just hit the wrong button, that's all that it was. Okay, fine, I get that. People make mistakes. This is such a unique list of charges, and it was almost yeah. spot on. It, it was resembled the final indictment, for sure. 100%. Um, so a lot of people commenting on that and the indictments as a whole. Friend of the show, Newt Gingrich, oh, yeah. former Speaker of the House, one of the brightest political minds out there. He has this fun 
spirited, uplifting message about the future of our country. And now we have Joe Biden who's learned. He's learned from Obama that doesn't matter what you do, if you're a liberal Democrat, you will not be prosecuted. He learned from Hillary that a person in high public office can get millions and millions of dollars. And they learned from watching Donald Trump that a true outsider willing to take on the entire system could destroy their entire machine. So what you're seeing across the country is a desperate last-ditch effort by a corrupt machine to destroy their most dangerous opponent in a way which not only breaks the Constitution, destroys the rule of law, and establishes a moment of bitterness, uh, which I think will last for a generation or more. I think this is going to be a horrendous period, and we just need to understand the people who want to control America and dictate to the rest of us will break any law, lie about any topic, and manipulate the system any way they can, and that includes a lot of the elite news media. Who's ready for margaritas? Oh, boy. Wow. I'm going to go back there to the bar start wow. doing shots. But he's, right, he's though. right, though. He's, he's absolutely right. I mean, what's it going to look like if, I mean, like January 6th looked like a picnic if, if, if they indict Trump and throw him in jail? It, what's, it, even worse, what if, what if he's elected president and they throw him in jail? What if, what if, I mean, you have Joe Biden actively trying to put his political opponent in jail. That is third world, banana republic, Venezuela type stuff. And they're getting away with it. And the key part of about, about what Newt said right there at the very end that I thought was really important. The media is a part of this. The national media, probably about 90% hate Donald Trump with the passion of a million fires. And they're playing ball with this. Like, look at the coverage or the lack thereof of the Devin Archer testimony. Nobody is saying that anything he said was wrong or incorrect. But this past weekend, ABC, CBS, NBC, zero minutes covering that. That's a big deal. This business partner of Hunter coming out and saying they lied I'm here to tell you that they lied. They knew about the business going on and the money funneling in and nothing crickets from the majority of the mainstream media. Here is the senator from Missouri, Josh Hawley. This is an effort by the ruling party, the Democrat Party, across states and the federal government to make sure that anybody who criticizes them gets indicted. And it's not just Trump, although they're focused on Trump. It's also Catholics who have had their parishes infiltrated. It's also pro-life demonstrators who've had SWAT teams sent to their doors. It's also those who have protested peacefully, who've had the FBI show up and knock at their doors. It's parents who've gone to school board meetings and now been labeled domestic terrorists by the Biden administration. I never thought we'd see any of this in America. American history we've seen all of it actually i wonder what would be you tell me what would be worse uh, in terms of divisiveness and riots and protests is if donald trump gets incarcerated or donald trump gets elected and is the president of the united states it's a segment of this country i believe that would make the 2020 summer of love look like uh, like i said earlier a picnic if donald trump is actually elected president of the united states they're not going to let it happen well we saw that in january of 2017 on inauguration absolutely we did mostly peaceful protests in huh mostly peaceful a lot of damage 
Things yeah. went mostly peaceful pretty damn quick that day, if I remember the right. Police injured as well, sure. One of my favorite senators, just because of the sound bites he gives, is John Kennedy of Louisiana. <laughs> yeah. Here are his thoughts on what's happening in our country right now. Regardless of what you think about President Trump, um, this is unprecedented. I mean, this is the sort of thing that happens in countries whose uh, whose Powerball jackpots is uh, 387 chickens on a goat. I mean, we, we, we don't do that in America. 387 chickens and a goat. This is what happens in countries who have a Powerball jackpot like that. John Kennedy of Louisiana. I'm going to have to think about that for a second. If you won that jackpot, would you get them all at once in a lump sum, or would you spread out the chickens and the goats? Year by year. (laughs) Um, Speaking of the media and folks reacting on the media to Donald Trump, Vivek Ramaswamy. Now, this is a guy that's kind of going up in the polls right now. mostly he's in third place if you look at the overall averages, but there are some places where he's in second place behind Donald Trump. He uh, jumped on Fox to talk about the indictments. The way we win elections in this country, at least the way it should be, is that we convince the voters of this country of our vision and what we stand for. And that's why I've said that I would pardon, at least for the federal crimes, I would pardon Donald Trump to help move this nation forward. I am focused, for example, on your economic message. That's what we actually need to be talking more about, less about these politicized indictments that have distracted us from the fundamental issue. That's the fault of the Biden DOJ and a lot of the Democrat prosecutors across this country. Instead of explaining why Bidenomics is actually a farce, it is a failure with actual more job openings in this country than there are people looking for work. Price increases that are indeed permanent when wages have not gone up over the same period. That is how we're going to win this election in a landslide. That's what I want us talking about. But I will be unabashed about standing on the side of principle when I say, yes, these prosecutions are wrong. So that's a pretty well thought out take right there. He delivered that on Fox. But the problem is the anchor, the reporter doing that interview was Neil Cavuto. Oh, big never Trumper. Dude hates Donald Trump. Hates him with a capital H. Here is Neil Cavuto uh, clapping back a little bit. But um, I, I, I can understand that. But there are 91 criminal charges in all that, as you're aware, over four criminal cases. They, they can't all be politicized, can they? I mean, there's something that the former president must have done in any one of these that struck you as wrong, if not illegal. I think, Neil, just because the government has brought a case, if we're going to be a culture that now starts to say there must be something wrong, if the government has charged 91 counts, I think that's a gov- that's a people of sheep and when the people behave like sheep that breeds a government of wolves exactly uh you find me the man i'll find you the crime that's exactly what neil was saying he's got to be guilty of something right and in regards of people being sheep the government turning into wolves we saw that with covid we as a nation allowed that to happen when you give these lunatics a little bit of power they are going to use it to suppress the bejesus out of you now Later in the interview, Neil still trying to flip Ramaswamy against Trump. 
Vivek, you don't think there's anything in this case that, that shows or even strongly hints of the former president trying to reverse that Georgia, that Georgia contest? Neil, you know, I've had this conversation before. There is a difference between a bad judgment and an illegal act. No, I, I understand that, but if there is wrongdoing, Vivek, and that's going to make my job more difficult. I understand. But when you have the Republican governor of Georgia, uh, who has said that this report is irrefutable, and that this was an attempt at voter fraud uh, that was scorching. Uh, and, and you have others who've taken similar views, including the Secretary of State, they're a Republican, who said that Donald Trump went too far. Uh, wouldn't you put your trust, or at least your instincts, in those guys, Republicans, who said that this has been well-examined, aggressively examined, and there was nothing to it? That sounds like such a swamp monster type of statement. Why don't you just put your trust in the Republicans? They have an R next to their name. They're gotta they're going to be the good guys. No, that's not what anyone needs to do. If Ramaswamy feels like Trump's getting railroaded here by Republicans and Democrats, he's got the right to come out and call that out. Neil Cavuto, one of just the worst. You can just tell. When Ramaswamy wasn't giving him the answer that he wanted, he kept going back to the well, trying to make it so. Well, he's got to be guilty of something. Well, the governor of Georgia said this. He's a Republican. What's wrong with you? Yeah, man, that's that's the kind of stuff that I'm dealing with here in the mayor's race in Indianapolis. Just because there's an R next to your name doesn't yeah. mean that you're right.